Oh, hey there, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Love is Everywhere, the podcast, the podcast where I give comedians assignments of things that are designed to make them happier, and then we talk about it and we find out how it went. Uh, Today's episode is with Amanda Pereira. What an absolute beam of light of a person. She is like sunshine in a bottle. I swear to God. Uh, You are going to fall absolutely head over heels in love with her. We had such a silly fun time. We laughed so much. This was such a joyful and positive conversation. Uh, I was just absolutely buzzing after this one. This was really, really fun and really nice. Her assignment was about getting what you want, uh, which is a great thing that we should all be doing. We should be asking for what we want. We should be making our dreams come true. Uh, Nothing's holding you back. You get yours. Uh, Amanda got hers, and you'll hear all about it in this very special episode. Um, If you want to go and support her work in general, uh, she's one of the recurring cast members in Bad Dog's monthly people-watching show. Uh, She's also in an all-female improv troupe called Fire, 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 um, which is accurate as to who she is as a person. She is just fire, fire, fire. Um, Amanda, if you're listening to this, I love you. Um, (laughs) If you want to support me uh, and come and see things that I do, uh, you can check out the calendar of my stand-up shows and things like that on my website, tracyhamilton.net. Um, and, uh, if you want to support this podcast, that's the number one best thing that you could do. You could go like and subscribe and, uh, maybe put a review and tell some friends. Um, cause we, people been doing that and it makes us feel good. Uh, so, <laughs> so, uh, if you want to support the podcast, please do those various things. Um, we like seeing those five star reviews popping up. It makes me feel special. Uh, stars are a pretty shape. Anyway. Uh, Please enjoy this conversation with Amanda Pereira. Amanda Pereira. Hi, Trixie. Oh, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm like weirdly excited to do this. Me too. Yeah, me too. (laughs) It's just a lovely excuse to get you in a room for an hour. I know. I was really like, oh, I just get to go hang with Tracy. Great. Yeah. Like, how long will this take? Can we do it for 17 hours? <laughs> Can we have a sleepover on the podcast? That's so nice. And I'm a fan anyway. This one's going to be a 17-parter. Thank God. <laughs> I've been waiting for that. So you just want to do it enough to just get sick of my voice. Exactly. Yeah. So we start with an honest, how are you? Love it. So how are you? For real. I'm, oh, I love that you add the for real. Yeah, for real. Um, I'm feeling really like inspired lately creatively. I love that. Which is great. And the, my challenge is like, keep it going. Mm -hmm. And then physically, I, I don't know what happened last night. I was at a friend's house and I felt totally fine. And then suddenly like my rib started hurting as if Mm. it like, so I don't know if it's a little popped out or something. So my partner tonight, I told him yeah. he's a physio and I was like, you're going to need to. Uh... So hugging this pillow feels really nice. Mm-hmm. Is it a on lower my ribs. rib? It's my lower on just the right side. Yeah. So that happens. That happens to me like uh, a few times a year. But yeah. What is... So your lower ribs are like only very loosely connected. Well, that doesn't seem like a good design. Uh, like Why? they're not really locked into place. They're just sort of floating and like loosely connected by ligaments. So it is very easy for them to like shift out of place. Um, which is a disturbing thing to learn. I apologize to all of the listeners that you now know that that can happen. (laughs) And definitely all of you are feeling really weird around your lower ribs right now. I was like feeling their ribs. Yeah. Well, and mine has has popped out before and my mom will like pop it back in. Mm -hmm. 
But I always just assumed like maybe my body's weird. <laughs> I don't know why I like internalize it, but mm-hmm. it doesn't. They just float. That's yeah. crazy to me. They're sort of like they're connected by like ligament tissue and stuff, but it, they're not like in a socket. Like <sighs> your your upper ribs are nice and secure. Yeah, those never pop out. No, I feel like the, those are in it's there. It's the lower two. Well, um, someone needs to re give them a talk and do redesign, redesign people's bodies a little bit. I'm thinking, <laughs> think, like, let's talk to whoever we're thinking makes humans. Yeah, and I've let's, got some uh, ideas for some improvements. Yeah, I just want to spitball. I want to brainstorm <laughs> some ideas of how we can make humans better. <laughs> Physically, if you want their ribs to be there, <laughs> keep them on lock. Lock them right in place. Just lock them. Yeah. Lock them to, unless I want them to float. <laughs> well, I'm glad that emotionally and creatively that you're fe- doing so very good. well. Yes, I am. I am. Yeah, and I just had like a wonderful little chat with a friend who I always feel very fulfilled by. So like that gets you on a good I love that. Good vibe for the rest of the day. How are you, Tracy? For real? I am medium. Hmm. Yeah. Like emotionally very good. Mm-hmm. Physically a little rough. Yeah. So it sounds like we're in sort of a similar place. Look at that. Maybe yeah. my rib floated away from my body being like, I just want you to be on the same page as Tracy tomorrow. Yep. It, it, uh, dislocating a rib is pretty on brand for me. Oh, no. I think it was even <laughs> mentioned on an episode of this podcast. No way. <laughs> yes, it was. There was one that we recorded like the a week that I had dislocated a rib. It might have been the Joel Buxton episode, if I'm so remembering part, I love that you're correctly. like, it's very on brand. My it Part is. of my brand is my ribs. 100%. But part of my brand Don't is like for sure are. my body breaking down. That's, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> That's okay. It is. And it's, it's, it speaks a lot to be like, but I'm still feeling medium. Yeah. You know, it's not like, ugh. No, it's not devastating. It's yeah. just uh, it's just a medium. Rib. Yeah. It's just, just a medium. Just a bod. Yeah. Just a three-day-long headache. It's just fine. A, oh, no. <laughs> and now you're, like, going to hear our voices in your head. No, this is, like, a lovely distraction. Oh. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm going to try and make my voice soothing for you. Mm, nice, soothing radio mm. voice. Like AS- <laughs> ASMR. I had to do that in a web series. It's not out yet, but I'm terrified to see it. When I do, like, customer service stuff, mm. I have a, a very specific voice that I use to calm people down. I call it my lullaby voice. <laughs> Oh, that sounds way better than like my. What do people say? My your telephone voice, mm-hmm, or like whatever. Mm-hmm. Could you like, do a little okay, bit for of your example? Lullaby? You yeah. and I share a day job. Yes, we do. Yeah, we work one of the same day jobs. Mm-hmm. I have a few day jobs, but mm-hmm. we share. We share hashtag artist. One, right? <laughs> yeah. Hashtag hustle. Yeah. Um, hashtag my body is medium. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, when people are angry, mm-hmm. um, customers are angry. At our job, I sort of talk to them like this, (gasps) and I talk to them at a lower register and very slowly so that they know that I am calm, and so they should be too. I am not saying this because I feel like maybe you want me to. I'm saying this so genuinely (laughs) that that was so calming. Like, I... (laughs) If I can't sleep sometimes, I like will YouTube like meditation, sleep, relaxation, mm-hmm. whatever. And if you could just, re- <laughs> I'm realizing how big of an ask this is. If you two could figure out recording you mm-hmm. doing that for maybe give me like 75 minutes. I feel like I might be able to sleep better. That was a beautiful voice. Do you do voice work? No. I don't want to tell anyone what they should do, but I'm thinking maybe that should be another job you add on. Give me that voice give money. Me, give her that VOs, yo. That was beautiful. Thank you. I uh, My inspiration comes from this meditation class that I took 
uh, like a year ago. And the, the instructor for this class was just the most calming woman. Like she just had this the most zen energy about oh. her. That like before you start the class, they have uh, kind of like an orientation that you go mm. to where they explain what it's about. And you can see if it's for you before you like drop a bunch of money. And uh, so... <laughs> We get into the room and she's just like, she hasn't even started explaining the class yet. She's just like, the washrooms are downstairs and there is a water cooler outside. And I was like, pause before the last word is so, is so integral. We are out of toilet paper. Exactly. But we do have Kleenex available. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh my. Do you think she was born with that voice or did she No, I think like she's been she's it. been running this meditation class for 30 years and uh, she's just wow. like the most mindful centered woman. I wonder if she's like that with like if she has kids. Like if she's like giving her kids shit. She I think like, she's just like that all the time. All the honestly. time. Oh, that'd be infuriating for me as a child. The water cooler is outside. Please bring your own <laughs> water bottles because we do not want to contribute to fucking up the planet and you're like oh my god you know what would be annoying is if you know the end of her sentence and you're like stop at the pot like we can guess it i'll finish your sentence like there is a water cooler outside yeah we get it we were at the orientation please just get to the end but also that says way more about me than it does about this wonderful meditative guru maybe need meditation i need the 75 minutes of your voice so let's get on this so i sleep I'll do it. And my ribs don't pop out. I'll do it. I'll do it for you. I need to calm I'd down. I'll do anything no. for you. Oh, I want to do. No, I'm not thinking. But I won't do. It's very meatloafy. So I want to get into your assignment. Yes. Um, oh, love homework. So uh, I gave you a list of categories to pick yes. from, and you picked almost all of them. <laughs> that is my need to like. It's oh, that's so funny because I was thinking, oh, you know what? This is great that she lets me be honest and pick a few. Mm -hmm. So let's pick what is actually what I'm actually trying to work on. And I totally didn't think that I picked all of them. And you're right. I think I picked, I left out like two. The message right now. Yeah. I think I literally left out two of like 10. So I for sure (laughs) chose like at least 80% of them. (laughs) Like honestly. Okay. So I realize I've actually never listed all of the categories that I'm currently using for the listeners. But a little peek behind the curtain. The categories are, I'm going to say it in my, in my my lullaby voice. I'm going to close my eyes. Self-care. Oh, I shouldn't. I'm not going to do that. Mindfulness and being present. Mm. Positive outlook and gratitude. Connection with others. (laughs) Self-image and self-esteem. Accomplishing goals. Forgiveness of self or others. Um, Was that soothing? Did you enjoy that? Yeah, like in that voice. You know what's funny? When you Mm. did them after everyone, I was like, oh, I need more. Like I wanted to do all of them. So now I don't even know which ones I left out. Which okay, ones did so, I think so I'm that is a at? list of seven categories. You picked seven categories. Self care. No. Yeah. Mindfulness and being present. Two. Accomplishing goals. Three. Forgiveness of self Four. and connection with others. You picked five so out of the seven. What did I think I've mastered? What were the two that I didn't choose? Oh, one of them was um positive outlook and gratitude you yeah. did not choose. Yeah, that's fair. And uh self image and self esteem. What? I left that out. No, so you'd kidding. like to include now a sixth category? <laughs> I'm like, Tracy, um, maybe my insides were too afraid of an, ins- an assignment that had to do with self-esteem. No, I think it's also because I, in therapy right now, I'm currently, those two areas are ones that like, 
I've re- I've always working on, but have recently had small little victories in. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it was. was I so was you're like, like, go for the ones that you haven't gotten been as much like recent in. progress. Yes, and positive attitude. Um, I didn't realize that I had a have a positive attitude, but um, you 100 do as an outsider. 100 yeah. percent, yes, you do. And especially at uh, one of the day jobs that I have, mm-hmm. I serve people mm-hmm. uh, food and multiple t- and it's my first time serving and multiple times people separate people have said to me like are you always like this or they're like is that your real voice or <laughs> is that like your telephone voice yeah. and I've been shook and mm-hmm. I've said it to managers and they're like yeah yeah we know or one of the one of a co-worker was like yeah when you first came I was waiting for that to drop and yeah. for you to actually happen and I was like like no this is me what yeah and I didn't know yeah. it was positive um so I think that's also, I was like, oh mm-hmm. God, if I work on positivity, I think I'm going to alienate a lot of people yeah. in my life. Kick them right out. No one's going to want to hang out with me. You're not going to be relatable <laughs> no, anymore. not at all. Everyone's going to be like, and not even in like a cool way where I seem like a rock star. It's going to like, this girl is so positive. It's irritating. And it's also like delusional. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, no, Tracy. Believe that one. I don't know why the self-esteem, but I guess I have been working on that. Uh, you might be eh. the first person to ever pick five out of the seven. <laughs> Yeah, I'm very positive. I have a very positive outlook and I also feel like I need to work on everything all the time. Yes. So so (laughs) it was difficult in a way to try and construct your assignment because it was to meet all what would be all of the categories. Um, So I tried to think about you as a person and you are a person who is very giving of yourself to others. Thank you. Right. I feel like. Uh, maybe you might even have a tendency to prioritize other people's needs above your own, perhaps. Mm. Oh, um, therapist preach right now. <laughs> I'm holding the pillow just like I do with therapy. You might, um, yeah, uh, diminish your own needs mm-hmm. to accommodate the needs and wants of other people. So the assignment that I gave you was mm-hmm. that you had to ask for something you want. Oh, yeah, girl. And I told you it could be professional it could be personal but you got to ask for what you want get yours yeah Yeah. get mine get yours mine and i struggled (laughs) with i it's so funny like and i actually think uh that struggle of figuring out what 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 do i want want. that's the thing is like even just identifying the want yeah. is its own challenge. Oh, yeah. I could have just given you the assignment of, hey, identify something want. that you want. Yeah, no one had checked all the five yeah. boxes. Yeah, it was like, figure out what do I want? What do I want that I can ask somebody for? Mm-hmm. And then also, I was so aware of like, and be be able to talk about it, mm-hmm. potentially like publicly, yeah. right? And so uh, that was so a part of the experience as well and I and there were so many times where I thought okay you know what it's fine I didn't want to ask anything of anybody else in Mm -hmm. asking them for something so I was like what do I want to ask my what do I want from myself what do I want to ask and I was like no girl you're copping out yeah you're not asking yourself for anything go out into the world and ask a human being for something yeah oh my god that I want I I need to ask for something I want but I don't want to bother anybody with it I'll just bother myself I literally was like you know I thought you know what Tracy 
this week I just asked myself for patience and I gave it to myself. <laughs> and I'm like, ew, no. go home. That's Ask not a person happening. Yeah. A thing. Another human being. So say, I need this. I need th- do yeah. this for me. And it was the word too that you said, ask for something you want. And yeah. I was like, okay, what would I like? I'm like, no, 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 no. no. What, what do, do I want? want? And so I kept thinking of something and I was like, so I ended up asking for something that was very difficult for me to ask for from somebody. Love it, love it, love it. And what was I, it? Okay, so I was so self-conscious because I thought, this is going to sound so lame to everybody. Too bad. So I have a group of like very close friends from high school. And one of them, I adore her. She moved quite far away. Mm-hmm. Like, about, like about a two-hour drive and I don't have a car. Mm-hmm. So... I don't get to see her. I would love to see her every day, every morning. She also yeah. has, she knows who, people know who this is. She has a beautiful little baby now mm-hmm. who I am like oh, obsessed with. And I don't hang out with her as much as I used to and as much as I want to. Yeah. I never ask her to hang out. Mm-hmm. And this is a recurring thing that I don't ask the people that I want to hang out with. I don't ask them to hang out mm-hmm. because for her specifically, I I want her to come over. I want to hang out. And I always feel like asking her to spend time with me is a burden. Yeah, that you're like, oh, she's busy. Like, she's got her little baby and stuff. Yeah. Like, she probably doesn't have time. And then if I ask her and she can't do it, she's going to feel bad. So so I'm putting guilt on her if I'm asking her to hang out. Absolutely. And I'm like, who am I? And I said, you know what? You should just be a actually try and be a good friend for once, Amanda, and just understand (laughs) that she's busy. And when she wants to hang out with you, she'll ask you. But then it's like, sorry, this woman that I love, have I not asked her to hang out in like 17 years? Like yeah. what's happening here? Nobody. So I messaged her and my hands, I mean, I have sweaty hands often. That's fun. It's not a secret mm-hmm. of anybody, but my hands were like sweating when I was crafting this text. Mm-hmm. And I just texted her and I was like, hey, I moved into a new place and I want you to come over. Not even like, hey, do you want to meet halfway? I'm like, no, yeah. I want you to come over and I can wait. This can be in mm-hmm. July. Like, I don't care, but I want you to come over. And I realize that I've been wanting you to come over forever. And I'm afraid of burdening you with a- inviting you over. Um, so I want you to come over. Wh- and I didn't say, would you like to? I was like, yeah. so when's this that going to happen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, let's figure out when we can do this. Mm-hmm. And she just, of course, which I don't know, I feel insane for thinking anything else would happen. But she messaged back being like, no, this is a pleasure, not yeah. a burden. I would love to. Can it be during the daytime for the babe? Mm-hmm. And because I, I want to bring her. And here I'm like, am I getting everything I always wanted? And yes. my best friend and her baby are coming over to my house. Yes. And all I had to do was ask. Yes. But I do this all the time. Mm-hmm. And then what I do is then you go on Instagram, which is the disease of all human beings. Another thing we need to redesign. <laughs> and you're on it and you're like, why does everyone want to be friends with everybody but me? Like nobody mm-hmm. wants to hang out with me. Do I ask anyone to hang out? No, because I think it will be a burden. Yeah. And I also think that if I say, oh, hey, Tracy, do you want to, I, I like you as a person. I want to hang out outside of where we just both happen to be. Mm-hmm. That then I'm like, oh, no. But if Tracy thinks I'm kind towards others, all right, get ready to play the role of the girl who's kind towards others 24-7. And that's your role. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes work. Yep. Like I make it that whatever somebody thinks I am, I have to be that all the time. So the yep. worst thing is if I meet somebody and afterwards they're like, we should hang out. You're so funny. 
and, and I you're think, like, oh, uh, no, now I have to be funny yeah. forever. I'm going to go write a fucking stand-up special. Now. Mm-hmm. I should not say, I just said the F word. You can. Okay, Why great. does everybody think they can't swear I don't on this thing? You know what I think it is? It, <laughs> this it, is it, no, this it, is like a running joke of the podcast. <laughs> That's why me and Matt are laughing is because almost every guest is like, oh, Everyone no, says, I can't swear on this podcast. Why do you think you can't? You're having comedians <laughs> on and we're all like, Muh. You know what? You know what I think it is? It's just us listening to podcasts and often podcasts. I don't even know what that. I, I can't do accents. I don't know what that was. Uh, and guests often are like, oh, shit. Oh, can I swear on this? Mm. I think you just think as a guest you're supposed to do that. Like, oh, you're supposed to check in. I've made it as a podcast guest. Um, but yeah, it's like it's that thing where I would connect with people and mm-hmm. then afterwards be like, crap, I have to fulfill whatever role they think they see me as and that's exhausting because I want them to like me and so I have to be whatever good they saw in me and it's imposter syndrome constantly so I would rather just sit at home be with my dog who asks nothing of me Mm -hmm. or hang out with a few people who no it's weird like even with those friends from high school I've said it to them I still have imposter syndrome and they've been like you've I've been friends with you for like 16 years. No, I like could not be relating really? to this harder. Oh, yes. thank God. Okay, no, I I'm need like, some. I feel wild. and about yes. this. It yes. really does make you feel straight up on an island, like alone. Yeah. And you're like, okay, great. This is how, like very removed in your own, this is straight up therapy now, but like very <laughs> alone in your own head. Like mm-hmm. you're not even, you're dissociating from your own life and you're like, you're writing your life. Yeah. Like, the, the way that I talk about this is I talk about it as masks. Mm, um, yes. That like when it, you meet a person, you make a mask for that person mm-hmm. of whatever that person would find most pleasing. Yeah. And then anytime you're around that person, you have to wear the mask that you made for totally. them. Totally. Right. And yeah. it's exhausting uh, to maintain that mask. Yeah. So that's what you're talking about when you say like, oh, I want to hang out with you because you're so funny. And then you're like, okay, <laughs> funny uh. mask. Yeah. I'll add that to the mask that I have to wear and maintain. Um, the the thing that I catch myself doing sometimes is like I kind of forget. It, okay, it's it's taxing and it's uh, draining and exhausting mm-hmm. to be wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I f- still manage to forget that I'm wearing it. Mm. And then I'll sort of identify with the mask. Ooh. That I think I am this person. Yes, but not... Not that this is a part of who you are, but this is who you are. This is who I am. This mask, you're not wearing one. Yeah. This is just you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that gets confusing. And also, I want to clarify that this is not like uh, something that I do on purpose. Like no, it's, no. It, like we're talking about this because this is something that we've recognized in ourselves. Absolutely. And thought about and kind of dissected and picked mm-hmm. apart for ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's not a conscious decision. It's just like a, an automatic behavior that like will chameleon to our environment mm-hmm. because we want, both of us are people pleasers mm-hmm. and we want to make the other person comfortable. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, we subconsciously have this reaction to other people of like what ver- what qualities in myself mm-hmm. can I bring to the forefront to please this person that I'm mm-hmm. with and to make them feel the most comfortable? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it is, is it's like. Because if I'll meet someone, it's not even like I think, oh, I want to show them. I want to show them the best parts of yeah, me. Yeah, you're not showing up. No. It's about. It's like, it's what about, do they need what do from they me? Need? Yeah. You kind of suss out like. And and again, I actually. So, yeah, ther- oh, therapy is just amazing. It, it. I have recognized that I do this because even as a kid, I was sort of like I decided and took on this like peacekeeper mm-hmm. role. So it was very like emotionally who needs what? OK, great. And yeah. now somehow 
I think it's my responsibility to give that to everyone. So if this girl at the party is talking to me and she just needs a good time or this Mm -hmm. guy's sitting down and no one's talking to him and he doesn't look like he's ready to party, Mm -hmm. cool. Then, and people would make fun of me. I'm the friend who ended up in a three-hour one-on-one conversation at a party. And the ironic thing is I used to get annoyed at my friend's because at the party, they'd be like, yeah, and you were off talking. I guess you made a friend. And the mm-hmm. whole time I'm there, I'm like, I'd rather be with you guys. But I yeah. feel, why is no one else taking on this responsibility and I'm left alone here? Yeah. And it also just makes it so even people that you meet, that you are like, wow, you're so great. I do want to hang out with you. Then I don't know how to do it and be myself because mm-hmm. I already like them. And... I don't know if they're going to like me. And yeah, I, and you I don't have know this what crisis to... of like, who even am I without the masks? Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, well, it came out of me. Because so you I wear masks me. all the time whenever yeah. you're around another person. Yeah. So then you're only really yourself when you're alone. But when you're alone, you're not interacting. No. So you don't know what it looks like you interacting without with masks on. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, oh, boy. Have you ever had the experience, though? What a blessing of when you meet somebody who you just kind of, for some reason, don't put on a mask with mm. them. And then you have that feeling of this is what it feels like to mm-hmm. to not be wearing any masks mm-hmm. and to just like, I guess this is who I am. Mm. It's, it's so nice. That's, and I, and those I, are the people yeah, you got to keep around. It A hundred percent. And I think, too, I have some people in my life where they um, I've had relationships with them that started before I even realized I was doing this mask thing. Mm -hmm. So now it's about with those people, me removing the masks and being like a little bit of the mask and being like, okay, cool. You still like me? Mm -hmm. Great. Let's continue. So, because, you know, when you realize things about yourself and you want to change those things, it disrupts sometimes in a wonderful way, the relationships that you have with people that have been long-term. And that's fine. So, yeah. And like, but it is, but it's interesting. One thing I, I wonder if you did this too. So I used to like, I compartmentalize my life socially like when i was younger i would have i'm nodding furiously yeah yeah oh yeah she's like i don't know why i was like she's like and then i did physically what you did this is a podcast amanda i can't wait um but i used to have like a birthday party with high school friends and a birthday party with improv friends that's exactly the example that i was about to give is the feeling when you have a birthday party and and all of your separate (gasps) friends come together and once and you sweating. you get really stressed out yeah. because you maybe haven't even connected until that moment that you are different people with mm-hmm. all of these friends. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll catch like really like I'm embarrassed to say mm. certain things like I'll notice. Oh, I didn't realize that I talked to these people with a different voice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like like a physically. A f- I'm physically different. I talk to these people around, with my lullaby voice. these people. Or like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like you, do, you don't realize how much you're doing that. Mm. And then you have this like click moment when you have all those people together yeah. who you normally keep separate. It's like biggest nightmare. And it's also, I didn't realize I did it till I was like making friends in the comedy community and I had a birthday and somebody, I think it was in con maybe or something in a, in a class, in a comedy class I was taking. And so I was like, oh, I don't know if they joked about it, but they pointed out that they weren't invited to this birthday party. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I just had it with some high school friends. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why, why didn't I? And that was the first time I thought, oh, what if I just invite the people that I enjoy, yeah. <laughs> what if that was the criteria yeah. instead of like one category? Yeah, one category. And it's sad, too, because some areas like I used to do a lot of musical theater. And and from that world, there are two women who I like adore and I'm still really mm-hmm. close with. 
um, I'm not going to have a birthday party with just two of them. Like, it's just yeah. strange. How many <laughs> birthday parties am I going to have? This is crazy. <laughs> and this also sends the opposite message that I want to be sending. Like, and, and, oh, highlight, a friend of mine from high school will joke that like, oh, it's the month of Amanda's birthdays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because and you have, like, to have a wait, separate party with yeah. every group. And I think, wait, but you don't, you, you, this friend is not seeing me. I'm not a person who, I'm not trying to demand celebrating me so much. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's why. Yeah. Because I have to have a birthday party with one person so I can meet their needs. And then my this group of friends Has so I can meet their needs. needs. And they all need me to be the person, the friend that they need me to be. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to Mrs. Doubtfire put a cake on my face every birthday party. How am I going to do that? Yeah. Shove my face in the yeah. fridge and then get out and have it dripping <laughs> in my coffee. Anyway, like that... And and so and I have had a few parties where I invite like I had a housewarming party where I was like, okay, improv friends, high school friends, just sort of mixed everybody. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was, wow, was I ever nervous? Like <laughs> I, I was not. Um But then people were like, and you know, you had it like sort of eighth grade dance, like people mm-hmm. are in their own little Yeah, they're all kind know, of separate and yeah. they're yeah, in their own little clicks. They're all and- like talking and, and and I sort of went up to some of my oldest friends and I was like, I'm sorry, but you need to, go- everyone needs to split up and go infiltrate into some of those groups. Yep. Everyone needs to go make friends with everybody else. That's just mm-hmm. how it needs to happen. Because uh, I was like having anxiety about, is this going to be like a wedding where you have to go to eat, like where yeah. the bride has to go to each table and say thank you? Like, no. Also, are you like this? Like, I'm such an anxious host. Mm. Um Anytime that I'm in charge of other people's fun, mm-hmm. I get very stressed mm-hmm. out. Yeah, because you want to make sure everyone's having fun. Yes. Yeah. I would rather be the easygoing guest that's like, girl, I need nothing from you yeah. and I'll help you clean up at your place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I love to host. This is the thing. I say I love to host. And then whenever I do it, I'm always like, oh, I didn't spend enough money on snacks. And like, oh, I missed a spot vacuuming. And oh, my place, where's uh, some pictures on the mm-hmm. wall? Like I just go around and shit on every area. Yeah. Um, or I overcompensate and like have three people over and have like eight bottles of wine <laughs> for them to choose from when none of them drink wine. Like, or I just go over the top. Yeah. But yeah, I'm never feeling. And I always think someday I'll have a cute kitchen and I'll, make cute hors d'oeuvres mm-hmm. and, you know and then I go to I went to a friend's house last night for this like going away party and they did such a wonderful job they had like all these hors d'oeuvres and it was decorated like Christmas it was so beautiful and I thought like they're my age why am I planning to do every be the person I want to be when I'm almost dead like what's happening here mm-hmm. why don't I just do this now although I love that what you're saying about like the person that you want to be is still not about you and- <laughs> The person I like, want to be is the person who puts out hors d'oeuvres. I wish I was serving better things to my guests. <laughs> I wish I was planning better parties for other people. Oh, that's so true. You know what the funny thing yeah. is? It's like, okay, I want to circle back to you talking yes. to one person at a party <laughs> right. for three hours because that person uh, looked lonely. Yeah. Uh, so it it's a hard thing because it's like it's a gift of yours and it's a thing that's oh. holding you back, right? Mm. Of like mm. your kindness and your empathy and your ability mm. to like uh in like use your intuition to pick up on other people's needs and stuff like that is a gift, right? I'm hugging you in my head because I can't right now because I'm a mess. Every- I I want to hug you, but I know that's not what the people what? in the room need yes. right now, so I'm not going to do it. But the thing is, it's like it. Well, it is a gift of yours to be mm. able to see what other people need. 
it is everyone else's individual job and responsibility to ask for what they need. Mm. Right? This assignment that you were given of like, ask for what you want, that's everybody's job. Mm -hmm. Everybody is only responsible for expressing their own needs. Mm -hmm. And like, okay, imagine for a second, a person who assumes that it's everybody else's job to figure out what I want and what Mm. I need. And it's everybody else's job to take care of all of my needs, even though I haven't asked for them. Mm -hmm. Like, do you think that that's a healthy person to be? Probably not. No, I don't. I don't think it's healthy. Mm -hmm. No. So then it's also not a healthy thing to uh, assume what other people need Mm -hmm. and then force help on them. Which I am not saying that it's unwelcome or that that person at that party wouldn't be happy to talk to you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Definitely not. But also it's like... uh, it might be helpful to kind of take a step back and be like, oh, if I hadn't gone over to that person mm-hmm. who was feeling awkward, would they eventually have worked up the nerve and gotten up and started talking mm. to to other people and put themselves out of their comfort zone a little bit? And then gain that confidence and then, and then grow. that confidence like, and then grow. Like stifling people. And I'm saying this well, totally. Well, you're trying like, to help. Yeah, but I'm not. Right? I'm not like teaching them to fish. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? I'm just exactly. like giving out fish everywhere. You're just handing out fish. And that's a disgusting <laughs> metaphor. But you know what I mean? I'm just, I hate, I'm just throwing fish eat, in eat. people's faces because they're All hungry the and they're like, great, but are you going to be around the next time I'm starving? Yeah. Because now you're crippling me with mm-hmm. fish. But uh, I don't know if like, <laughs> I don't want to get, I don't want to get too therapy on this. Oh, go. But- <laughs> go for it, girl. And I will totally be like, and we're going to pause, <laughs> but I probably won't because I love this. But do you think it's a thing where you derive your sense of self-worth from your ability to be useful and needed? Mm. Do you have a feeling like if I were just at this party and if I weren't taking care of everybody else, then what do like, I bring to this party? Why am, yeah. why am I valuable to these people if I'm not taking care of them? Yeah, like I almost have to make them need me so that yeah. uh, they want me around. Yeah, yeah, because it, you need yeah. to give yourself a, a sense of purpose. Yeah, uh, and in order it, to feel like lovable and worthy. Totally. Like, and part of it's so straight. It's funny because that soul filling conversation I was telling you about before this. I mean, we were just chatting into Tim Hortons, but like <laughs> we. <laughs> You can it, have your soul filled. You can Tim totally Hortons. over like a little <laughs> Nutella cookie or whatever she had. Um, yeah, like part of it, part of the belief that is in me that I need to unlearn and get out of there is that, um, is that you need to anticipate what people need, mm-hmm. um, that they're not always going to be able to ask, mm-hmm. and also this idea that I I find it very hard. If there was like ten of us hanging out in a room, I find it very hard to enjoy myself if I don't think everybody else is okay and enjoying themselves first, it makes yeah. group dynamics very exhausting. It's why mm. often if I'm even like in a in an improv troupe or something, if there's like six of us, I connect and prefer to hang out with people one-on-one yeah. first. Um, but it's funny because we were talking about improv and talking about troops and I was saying how a lot of people, and this isn't just for improv, this can be in anything. Um, there's lots of people that I can identify their thing. Like mm-hmm. they're, you know, it's like, um, like I was talking about like Brendan Asbridge, who is an amazing improviser. I always, I, I used to tell her this too when we were in a troupe, but like I always admire that she is an improviser who's always going to be able to walk on and just pop a blow line like 
she's bored. Like mm-hmm. she just she's brilliant <laughs> in that way. Mm-hmm. Or if you're in a scene with her and you're both like, where are we? What's happening? She can just throw a little sentence out and she wrapped everything up. Everybody laughed. Yes. The scene's done and it was perfect. Mm-hmm. And so lots of lots of comedians or actors or whatever have that thing. They have like their brand. And yeah. I said, you know, I especially coming up in acting or just as a person, mm-hmm. I never thought I'm like, oh, I'm unique or I'm different or I have mm-hmm. anything unique to offer. So I always just thought, okay, I'm going to be the one on the troop or I'm going to be the one in the friends group. Or I'm going to be the person who's there for other people. I'm going to be yeah. the teammate. So in a troop, I, I don't need to be the one who's funny or whatever. I'm going to be the one who, if you have an idea and you're unsure, I'm just going to be quiet and let you come out with that idea mm-hmm. or I'm going to sweep the scene or no one has an idea. I'm going to go out and look like I'm unfunny. Mm-hmm. I'll bring, I'll just bring support and nothing of myself. And that is a huge thing. I'm like, so I've sort of built a lot of relationships or a lot of just things in my life around like, I don't need anything for myself. I'll just make sure that the other people have a space to get what they want. Yeah. And then I sit at home and I'm like, why doesn't anyone want to hang out mm-hmm. with me? Why don't I have the, why, 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 why? And that's whatever. the thing is that when, you, when you engage that way with the world, mm-hmm. then you get resentful. Yeah, totally. Because you aren't asking for what you need. And no and one's then, reading your mind. And, and <laughs> like, you aren't, you aren't putting up uh, like healthy boundaries yeah. in your life. Mm-hmm. And then Every once in a while, you'll kind of sit back and sort of take stock of your boundaries and be like, oh, I've like let all of these people take so much from me. And like, why am I not getting anything that I want and what I need? But it's that you aren't expressing that and that you aren't asking for it. And it it may be sometimes that your way of asking Mm -hmm. for what you need is to give other people what they need. Mm. And that you, there might be a, like a subconscious expectation in your head mm-hmm. of like, I'm going to give you what you need and then you give me what I need. Yeah. But you don't actually ask for the part. I don't actually ask. Totally. Yeah. It's it's awesome because it's such a uh, like seemingly simple fix that I've mm-hmm. identified where like, and I'm like, I'm dipping my toe in the waters a little bit. Like mm-hmm. there's some, you know, definitely with boundaries and stuff too. But I actually think also it creates um, like relationships with people where they they know that I'll never ask anything. Yeah. Um, and I'm very good at just, sometimes I feel like, oh, I'm good with this. I'm good that mm-hmm. this is very one-sided. But you'll you know, just end up but, in all of these one-sided relationships. Yeah, where I can tell you all about this person's like past and what they need and what mm-hmm. they want. And I'm like, tell me five facts about me that are true. And they can't. Yeah, and they can't. And that's also, that's not to say that that person is selfish or like no, 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 no. signing up. Like I'm also saying, hey, this is the relationship I want. And a lot of the time I don't tell people because I, I also am very aware like, it's that thing again of even if I'm the one putting out this is the mask I'm going to wear, mm-hmm. I feel like it's some sort of like personality contract. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm letting them see this part of myself. That's ammo they could use later. Or I'm being vulnerable. Like I got to protect myself. And yeah. so it's. It's a guard. Um, yeah, it's a guard. And it can be so lonely. And especially if you do want to go out and connect with people or you want to mm-hmm. feel a part of things. Like, it's so funny. I was walking around the other day being like, oh, I just, I want to be a part of the improv community in Toronto. Like I just, Mm -hmm. I want to be an improviser and be in that community. And I was doing this on my way to Bad Dog where I had two shows that night. I'm like, I am an improviser in Toronto. (laughs) Like what is happening? I was like, 
You beautiful brain up there. What yeah. is going on with you, babe? Like yeah. you are, you, you know, I'm like, I want to be an actor. And I'm like, and you're like, I, I am, am an, an actor. actor. <laughs> like, what? And like, I want to be Amanda on a podcast with Tracy. It's like, I am. I already am. So, but, and, the, and a big part of that is just being present in the moment. Yes. Check off mm-hmm. of our, off of our list of seven, mm-hmm. you know, being, yeah, being present in the moment and just experiencing your life for what it is and not strategizing so much to be like, okay, I want to live my life, but only in a way that I get what I want, but only to the certain point that everybody else is okay with me getting those needs met. And the other needs that people aren't okay with meeting. Okay, cool. I can probably sacrifice those. I can deal with it. Okay, great. Here we go. I I, think, okay. I want to throw a couple things out to you. Yes, please do. I don't know if you're a person who is open. I I bet you will be. um, To (laughs) (laughs) I will be because you want me to be. No, I'm just kidding. I won't. I'm going to put up boundaries. I'm going to be like, no, Tracy, no Period. I think uh, you would be served very well by doing like affirmations. Ooh, is that like a gratefulness journal? It's sort of like you can just do this in your head. But like there are Mm. a couple of things that you could probably like repeat to yourself on Mm. like on a loop that would probably serve you really well. Because, yeah, if you're if you're lacking in a sense of identity and self-worth that is separate from your ability to take care of other people, Mm -hmm. then I think you need to focus and put on repeat like I am good enough like this Mm. I am good enough for just being Mm -hmm. what makes me lovable isn't that I'm of service to others what Mm -hmm. makes me lovable is that I just am yeah I'm like I was anticipating I'm like how is she gonna finish that sentence because I don't know you're lovable because you are a human it's hard to not look for evidence though you're like wait that's the thing it's like it's you gotta find the way that you are lovable in your essence Mm. in your like Poor person, mm-hmm. the person underneath all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what is lovable. It is not. It is not that you are of service to others that makes you lovable. Mm-hmm. It's who you are underneath all of that that is lovable, and uh, your being of service to others is a way of trying to prove that to yourself. Mm. But but like uh, the other people in your life will just see that like your light inside. You know, yeah, like people see me way so it, differently than you think that they see you. Yeah, they see me. So these I, my, my high school friends are really getting lots of airtime. This is fabulous. Um, <laughs> they're all lovely people. So they deserve it. But I'm also like probably text them tonight and be like, hey, I'm on a podcast. You're Just talking so you know. about a lot. Um, but they so one year uh, the three of them went together and like got for like a birthday gift. They basically pitched in and got like a bunch of like little gifts. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is like big gift bag and I was opening it up and everything I was pulling out, I felt so incredibly seen. Like yeah. I was, and I'm also talking, I mean, I'm a very sentimental person, but I'm talking about like, they gave me this little book of poems and it was like poems for a feminist or something. And mm-hmm. I like just wanted a ball. And then they bought me like a time's up pin and I was like mm-hmm. gonna ball. And they bought me these little napkins with like a pug with a funny bow and like I have a pug. Yeah. And I just, all of these things. I And like, oh, and there was a, a puzzle because I'm Ross from Friends and like mm-hmm. a puzzle and it had all these little feminists as like little tiny girls. And I put all the gifts out in this little thing and I just felt so seen. And I thought, my God, these friends are very smart and also very scrappy because the fact that they're able to see me 
so well through all the bullshit I put up. Yeah, despite all of the masks are, that yeah, I'm wearing and how little Joneses. I'm trying to show to, to them. Totally. And and like they also, <laughs> it's like, and this has happened multiple times with people where it's like they see me for who I want to be, but don't think I am yet because I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah it's, um, that was like a click moment for me. Mm-hmm. Or even like in the improv scene, a couple people have been like, yeah, like sort of mirrored back things to me. And I thought, I didn't even know you knew me that well as a person. Yeah. But somehow you do. And and it's like, I think we hide ourselves uh, way less or do we do a way uh, like a worse job at hiding ourselves than, than we, we think. think. Yeah. Like, I think I am mm-hmm. MacGyver. I'm saying MacGyver and I have a full I'm fully aware <laughs> that I don't even know what that means, but I think it means stealth. No, I think MacGyver like, would be no. more inventive creation of something given oh. um, unconventional means or objects. That's what I would. Okay, de- crap. yeah, Matt is yeah, nodding. Yes. Okay, all right. Yes. No, I'm not MacGyver. <laughs> not. To, I'm probably also MacGyver in another area, but like, I am a wiz. I am Merlin. I don't know, but sure. I sure sure a nice sure, here we go right. wizard <laughs> Merlin known for his stealth. <laughs> Okay, you know what I am? I'm Leonardo DiCaprio in Catch Me If You Can. There you go. Nailed it. Haven't seen the movie. Saw the trailer. But, like, I I really thought, I thought that I was way more in control mm-hmm. of what I'm putting out there than I am. Or yep. maybe also just, like, you don't hide that much. I, I don't know. Also, like, I think it's just that you don't real you, th- uh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna not say you. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this. <laughs> She's in gonna say somebody else, and we're gonna me. know it's me. In terms of me. Okay. Yes. Okay. So if I think about this in terms of me, I think I have a similar issue, or probably underneath it all, I think like mine is a little bit a little bit different. Mm. Instead of it being um, being of service to others, for me, it's uh, productivity. Mm. Um. And being held in uh, good opinion, mm, which is oh, similar. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that underneath all of those things, my essence uh, isn't enough. Mm. It's not. It's not even that it's like, oh, my essence is bad and unlovable. Mm-hmm. It's more just like it's so what. Mm. That's the image in in my head. Is like is like yeah. If I were just that essence, like people would be like, so what. Like Ugh, not yeah, enough. Yeah, me too. Yeah, right? totally. So if it, we share this feeling of like not enoughness of mm-hmm. like that essence thing being not enough, we wear all of these masks to try and uh, add to it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, essence isn't enough. Put on funny mask. Put on of service to others mask. Put mm-hmm. on like positivity mask. And you just keep putting on more and more masks and trying to add to things. And you think that what you're doing is cleverly disguising this essence part that we feel is not enough. Mm -hmm. And then what you're realizing when you're opening up the series of gifts from your thoughtful friends is, uh, oh, uh, they saw to the essence part and decided it was enough. Mm. And that's why you're so touched Mm -hmm. is because like these gifts aren't for my masks. These gifts are for my essence part, which I didn't think that they could even see. That they could even see. Past all of the masks that I've so carefully constructed for them. Yeah. Because, yeah. Because, you know, I think I have, I have like a slightly tilted version of I, 
I actually, it's, I have this weird, not weird. I have this very valid belief in me that I am enough. Mm-hmm. That's for sure from my parents, like just showing that they think I'm enough all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that's where I got it. Cause otherwise I don't know where, but it's that I don't think I'm enough of anything to be anything. Like mm-hmm. I don't, it's like the essence part. I'm like, I don't know what that is. And so I actually sort of pick, picture like, Sort of like, you know, like the tickle trunk where you have like all the costumes. <laughs> it's like I I put on all those costumes so much that I don't remember what of these costumes was the outfit that I walked in with. Yeah, yeah. Which one of these is my clothes? And so then my friends walked in and that's they, they bought me. That's such a perfect analogy That's for what this. it feels I like. I can't even. Yeah. That's so good. Oh, that's yeah. so good. That's what it feels like that it's just like, oh shit, they got me an outfit. Oh yeah, that's my style. Mm-hmm. And because and, and actually, my therapist said like something that sort of reframed things for What's me. What's your that therapist's was so, first name? We always ask. Uh, Stefania. Stefania. I'm that might be the fanciest therapist first oh, name I love that her we've so had. Much. Okay, go on. So I you're talking full, to Stefania. Yes, yes, I adore her. She's a. I go through this therapist in training program, so it's like reduced rates. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, one session, I just went in, and she's like, "How are we doing today?" I'm like, "Well, not good, Stefania. Not great <laughs> because I'm thinking today." What about if you retire soon and I don't have you anymore? And she's mm-hmm. like, Amanda, I'm still in training. Yeah. Like, I'm not even a therapist yet. I was like, but you could move or you could die. And don't lie to me about it because I know you could. And if you needed to move for your family, if you have a family, don't tell me if you do. I'll start knowing who you are as a person. And that's not great for the therapeutic alliance. Like I went, wacko. Um, however, back to this. So she said to me, because I was saying, I'm like, oh, I struggle so much. Like, I don't know who am I? And then mm. I would go into like, and ooh, what a privileged question. Like, who am I? And oh, should I go on a, I'm thinking of a Flo and Jones song mm-hmm. that I'm traveling. And yeah. it's like, <laughs> ew, I'm her. Like, mm-hmm. no, I need to go feed elephants. Like, it drives me crazy when I ask that question. Mm-hmm. But she was, you know, she sort of reframed because I'm like, who am I? I do all these things and to help other people or to keep peace or survival. I don't know who I am. And she basically was like, all these things, like being being able to figure out what people need or sort of sort of care and zero in on how people are feeling. These are these are who you are. Mm-hmm. It's just that when you were young, you learned to use them in ways that were for survival, but don't yeah. serve a purpose anymore. Exactly. And that you're it's, grabbing This is how it. you were taught that you acquire love. Yeah. And uh, so that's how you continue to try to acquire love. Absolutely. So all of these like masks or outfits, it's not that those aren't me it's not no. that, like all of these clothes in the t- tickle trunk i bought i like all of them it's yes. just i don't always want to dress like a cowboy yeah. sometimes that's just what comes out with some people so yeah. it really is like no these are all parts of you because i always thought stop doing those patterns that's how you grow and move on and i was struggling Mm-mm. it's like no no just use just learn to use those in different ways because these are your beautiful gifts. They're not exactly that's, what's wrong with you. It goes back you. to that, like, it's a double-sided thing, right? Yes, it's, it's your it's strength your gift, and your and it's also your weakness. Absolutely. Right? And it's it's all about how you use that. Yeah, and boundaries. Right, and boundaries. And checking in with yourself. Checking in with yourself. 100%. Asking for what you want. What I want. And expressing what you need and yeah. asking for help when you need it. Yeah, I wanted to um, be on this podcast. <sighs> I did. And I know, I remember, mess- I think I did. Yeah, I, I messaged him being like, just putting it out there. If you ever want me on, I want to be on. And I was like, yeah. Uh, okay. So, but it is. And it's also like, I think asking mm-hmm. is not demanding. That's no, what, it's not. That's what I have to remember. Mm-hmm. Because when people ask me, I take it as uh, they're not, they're just asking, mm-hmm. but I assume the position that I have to do this. Yeah. But I have to remember when I'm asking people, they can just say no. Yes. 
you exactly. can say it's no. everyone's individual job yeah. to set healthy boundaries for themselves yeah. and to say no when they can't do something mm-hmm. or when they don't have the like emotional energy to take something on mm-hmm. uh that's everybody's individual responsibility mm-hmm. right and it's our job to like support each other mm-hmm. and listen to other people when they put up a boundary mm-hmm. um but it's our job to set those boundaries for ourselves in the first place mm-hmm. so it's not your job to intuitively know everybody else's yeah, unexpressed yeah. boundaries, yeah. which is a uh, which something is what I tell myself. A lot yeah. of time to learn. Oh yeah. boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. It's not my job to be an X Men no. and read your mind. But also, you know? you, like, if it helps you, since you love being of service to other people, mm. you can frame it for yourself in your head too. Of like, uh, be a good model for others mm. by modeling healthy behavior in yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Help the people around you. By showing them what it looks like to mm-hmm. ask for what you want, mm-hmm. to love yourself, to set healthy boundaries, mm-hmm. because seeing somebody else do those things helps you to do those things. Yeah. So model good behavior for other people. Mm-hmm. I, I've I've adjusted it for myself in that, or what I'm trying is that if I'm asking you for something, if I say, "Hey, could you come help me with? Could you come do this show with me?" It is, I'm trying to tell myself, it's not my job to anticipate. She doesn't want to, so don't ask her. It's my Mm -hmm. job to ask you. If you say yes, great. If you say no, or you say yes, and then later you say, actually, no, and I can't do it. Where I want to then shift what's important to me and caring about you is when you tell me no, I show you in my reaction, Mm -hmm. totally understandable. I'm I'm so glad that you told me. It actually makes this relationship stronger that you were able yes. to say no to me. That's yes. where I'm trying to like adjust 100%. when I am there for somebody. It is a, it is a way better relationship oh, yeah. when people e- express their feelings mm-hmm. honestly instead of trying to anticipate what the other person wants and then just provide that. Totally. And uh, like it's the very easy way to do that is by minimizing your own needs and mm-hmm. taking up less space in a relationship Ugh. to accommodate the other person mm-hmm. when probably that person didn't even ask you they to do that in the that. first place. 100%. And the other person would love you to just tell them how you're feeling <laughs> yeah. and to ask for what you want. Like yeah. That will make the relationship stronger. That's what the other person wants you to do anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and you will feel better doing it. Yeah. So get yours, Amanda. Get mine. Get uh, yours. I'm going to get mine. Also just makes your mind quieter, you know? You're a delight. You're a delight. A delicious delight. I'm going to have to have you back on this Oh thing. my God, I would love it. I'm also obsessed with this room. You're one of those guests where it's like, oh, I'm going to have to like wait whatever a listener would consider to be a reasonable amount of time before I bring you back. <laughs> For like a year, that, like, she's tomorrow. exhausting. All she's talking about is like weird references and therapy. No, I love Give it. Give me a while. <laughs> we, we've accomplished a lot. We've Yeah. Yeah. I, I defined for you what MacGyver would have Actually, that's the one takeaway. Is first of all, I get to hang out with my best friend and her baby, which thank you to both of you for making that happen. You are welcome. Uh, second of all, I know that MacGyver is not like sneaky and stealth. It's no. like creative. And, yeah. so. He's like, he's like, oh, I'm going to build that. a paraglider out of a toothpick and a cotton ball. Wait, like, isn't he the Maroon 5 song? <laughs> oh my god that's Jagger I got the moves like Jagger I got oh. the moves like MacGyver I got the moves like my Jagger got it oh my got god. it got it got it I get- like MacGyver okay, oh, okay. alright fair we're not gonna top no, that no, no. Uh, no. oh yeah no no nothing is Don't gonna be funny talk about that. it done um, <laughs> we end by me giving the guest a genuine yes. compliment 
oh, I'm ready. Yeah, Let me you adjust are. my body. Okay, yeah, I'm going to accept it. I'm going to take it in. I think, like, anybody who's listened to this episode up to this point would agree with me that you're just an absolute delight. Oh. I'm a little afraid to give you compliments because I don't want you to add to a mask to that you've mask? constructed for me. No, this has helped in just being like, oh, she's sort of <laughs> seeing me and she's cool with it. Great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think uh, that essence part of you is all that you need. I'd like to give you that as a compliment mm. of like, uh, I didn't need to know very many facts about you or have you perform for me uh, like upon meeting you to mm. understand it instinctively that you were a good person you uh, just have this very like comforting warm energy about you that makes everybody feel so comfortable and i think that oh. you should feel equally comfortable letting your guard down around other people because you don't need it because mm. whatever it is that you're guarding in there is great <laughs> And we would Thank all like more you. of it. I think uh, our dear friend, Joss McNeil, put uh. it best when she said that you are... Because, okay, also, this is a thing. I don't know if <laughs> if you know how much people talk about you when you're not around. Um, what? <laughs> all the time. I'm, I'm flattered and equally terrified. <laughs> no, it's like, is it, you're one of those people when, who, like, whenever your name comes up, it's like, okay, clear the next 15 minutes for us to all gush what? about how much we love Amanda. For real. Send and like, me the behind the scenes so 100%. I can stop being so insecure. Um, but Joss McNeil put it best when she said, you are like everybody's big sister and favorite camp counselor rolled into one. <gasps> oh my God, that's so cute. And that is uh, so accurate. So oh, accurate. But it's yeah. like people feel cared for and I'm fun. That's exactly. all I want to be. Yeah, like you are just, you're kind and you're loving and uh. you're fun to be around and uh, everybody loves you, and we all talk about it when you're not here. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. You know what my instinct is? To give one back to you, and I'm like, Amanda, you you're going to take care of yourself. Exactly. And you, what you're going to do right now is absorb this, and if you want to yes. compliment Tracy later, you're going to text her. Yes. But right now, I'm practicing. You're just practicing taking it in. I am. This moment is about you. You don't oh. need to deflect and make it about another person. Thank God this is recorded. I'm going <laughs> to listen to that compliment. Do it. For 75 minutes. No, oh, I should have given it to you <laughs> totally. in the lullaby If voice. you could do that as a voice note on your phone. We talk about you when you're not around. <laughs> we it's say very nice good. things yeah. for a very long time. <laughs> That's so nice. I did not know that <laughs> if that is yeah, what happens. That's for real a thing. That is really nice. There is really like positive nice. gossipy chit chat happening about <gasps> you probably right now somewhere. Well, shit. Send me it in a text form. It's like literally every, it. every time you have ever come up. Oh. It's like it's a very, whoever it is. It's not even the same group of people over and over. It's like whatever room you come up in with what? with whatever group of people. People will go on for a very long time about how much we love you. Holy crap. Um, this yeah. is a, I just yelled that. I am so, so you are, sorry. <laughs> I am getting a face. I yelled. I didn't even swear. I just yelled. That's not but, etiquette. Um, yeah. We love you. Wow. Everybody loves you. I love you. So just know that and then relax a little bit. Yeah. Be, like, it'll, it'll take a while. Mm -hmm. uh, to, the taking off the masks thing is really, really hard. Yeah. Um, so maybe just for now. Make a thinner mask. Yeah. Just, you can still wear one if you need to. Yeah. Just wear a thinner mask because, uh, yeah, you don't need it. Yeah. I practice taking it off every so often. Like someone will make a joke. Yeah. And I tell myself, you didn't think that was funny. What if you don't laugh? Mm -hmm. And then I don't laugh. Mm -hmm. And then I go, okay, you didn't die. Here we go. Just laugh at the next joke. But you did it. Good job. You tried that oh one. Oh my Great. God. I could go on a big yeah. tangent about a mask thing that I totally <laughs> yeah. forgot to bring up earlier. Uh, how much time do we have? Not much. Are, 
Okay, okay, we're gonna keep tell going. Me, tell um, me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Talk about this one thing, and, yeah. then, and then we can we can wrap we can this up on another compliment. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Another, another no, no, no. compliment. <laughs> um, so one mask thing that I've been working on recently. This mm. is gonna sound crazy, I love it. but if you have ever met me or seen me in person, you might understand. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have been trying to smile less. Oh hell yeah, smile less. Hell. Yes. Right? TH. Sometimes yes. I catch myself and I'm like, this smile isn't for you. Like, you're smiling yeah. Ooh, to make goosebumps. everybody else comfortable. Yeah. And so that they, like, oh, I need to smile because I need them to know that, I, I'm, that okay. I'm enjoying them and, yeah. the, and the, the, to comfort them and that I'm okay and you don't have to worry about or me. Like I'm smiling. I'm fine. Like, oh. I'm, like, way too active listening, mm-hmm. smiling like a crazy person all the time. Mm. And so I've been trying to, like, just drop the smile. Because even, like, well, I'm... I've been trying to focus in on like what faces do other people make when they're just listening to another person talk? Mm. A neutral face. <laughs> I, I would Bra- fucking and I'm saying love this so genuinely to make like, a yeah. neutral face yeah. while I listen to a person. And sometimes I try and I drop the smile. And then I'm like, it brings out so much anxiety. You have no idea. But you know what? But you can show. (laughs) No, but I so agree with 100%. So agree with this. Because I'll do the same. Is like, I'll smile. Or also, I'm like, I will agree with. I'll be like, yeah. Like, Uh I want to validate how they feel. And I'm practicing like, no. Or another thing I started doing, like the smile, similarly, is um, when I'm crossing the street. Now I'm about to sound like a jerk. But it's not a jerk thing. It is. Uh, when I cross the street, I don't move for people. Nice. Especially, and you know what? I got a feminist puzzle in a book, and I don't care how this sounds, especially dudes. Because I would always move, and it is it is something quite beautiful to see the look on a guy's face, especially if a lot of them are taller than me. I'm crossing the street. Most of the time, I'm on the right side, people. Yep. And they'll be walking towards me, and I don't move. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, they kick my toe accidentally because mm-hmm. they're like, Wait, a it woman just never who's not going to move out of the way. Out of the yeah. way. And I was yep. like, you know what? I don't really need to change my journey to accommodate what I anticipate your journey is today. I love when you do that, and like it's there's so much space. Like you're the so only two space. people crossing the street. Yeah, I'm not talking about like, five p.m. No, no, no it's at like Dundas I'm Square. Just walking in a straight line. Uh-huh. You can predict what route I am taking here. Yeah. Why don't you just move the fuck over a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Like, is this like, your first day being a person? Yeah. Like, even on a sidewalk, like I'm not even crossing the street. I'm walking on a sidewalk. Someone crosses the street towards me. I've been walking Mm -hmm. for a while. And I think in my, because I'm always like, oh, which way are they going to go? Okay, get out of their way. Paying attention. Get out of their way. Yes, I've been doing the exact same thing. Because it's like, why am I telling myself constantly that I'm an obstacle in everybody else's day? Yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to move. And I mean, hey. If I'm going to, like, hit somebody, I'm going to move. Also, someone's walking towards me. They have, like, a stroller or yeah, a dog or they're carrying. That's different. But I'm just but talking somebody, about, like, yeah. there is only me and this person crossing the street. There is And it makes feet. complete sense Absolutely. for them to be the person who moves out of the yeah. way. It's and not I go, your job to go you know, around I think them. it's, like, old improv thing. I'm like, not today. Yeah. No, I'm going to take up a little yep. bit of space today. Watch it. And mm-hmm. then sometimes I regret it and sometimes I pat myself on the back. But I'm trying to do that. I'm like, Ugh. no, I'm not moving. That's I told, great. I told my partner too, and he was like, "Well, sometimes you should like." He was like, "Very 
you know, very reasonably. Yeah. He was like, well, sometimes we should move. Like I was walking and, with him and he's like, I'm going to hit. I'm like, no, don't move. Don't move. And he's like, I don't want to do that. Like I'm hitting this person. So. Okay. But. So the big takeaway, yeah. me and Amanda are yeah. both big jerks. Yeah. And we don't smile. We're not going to smile. Nope. And we're not going to move out of the way. No. So if you cross the street opposite us. Watch out. Watch out. And I'm not going to smile at you. Yeah. Just know that when we're listening with a neutral face, like every other person you've ever talked to. Yeah. That we are fine. Yeah. <laughs> and know that after that interaction, we're both going to therapy. Yes. And we're going to you're going to be the protagonist in our therapeutic story. Yep. But in that moment, we grew yep. a tiny bit we're, bigger. You are a part of our personal growth. <laughs> yeah. When you allow us to know that it is OK. It's that OK. We did not smile. Yeah. And we did not move out of the way. Stefan, you will know who you are. Uh, Amanda, I love you. Tracy, I love you. Thank you so much for doing oh, this. Thank you so much for having me. I would come back anytime. Thank uh, you so much. All right, listeners, go be nice to yourself instead of only being nice to other people and uh, never asking for what you want. Yeah. And remember that love is everyone. <gasps>